stuff. Welcome to episode number 268 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And today, I talked to Will Parker, and that song you heard is called Bilgus the Swamp Dwarf. And you've got to hear the whole thing. You can hear the whole thing at the end of the episode. It's from Will's new album called Imagine Land. And I love talking to Will. And here's the bummer of the whole thing, right? It was awesome to talk to Will. And we had a great time, a great conversation. But we could have done it in person. We were so close. We were about 10 minutes away from each other by car. But unfortunately, because of the situation that we're in, where everybody's quarantining, we were talking on the phone. It's okay, though. You'll still get to know Will very, very well. Stay tuned all the way to the end for Bilgus the Swamp Dwarf from the record Imagine Land. Here is my buddy, Will Parker. Good stuff. I'm thrilled to welcome my neighbor that I didn't even know I had, but am so psyched to have Will Parker to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Will, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's totally, totally, totally a pleasure. I think I, I'm so bummed out. I had no idea, but we really are about 15 minutes away from each other in Houston, Texas. And if this were another time, you know, we would be doing this in person, face to face and hanging out. So yeah, I look totally. forward to, to part two at some point. We got to do yeah. it in person. We're in the same town. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so we've set the scene. Will I? I don't even need to ask how hot it is where you are because it's <laughs> abhorrently, terribly, awfully hot, just like it is here. Um, and I know where you do all your grocery shopping. I know you go to HEB because where else do you go? I mean, what other questions could I possibly have except for the fact that I know you're making some incredible music? So, Will, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, uh, I was raised in Texas, started playing guitar when I was you know, 12 or so and started writing songs shortly after that. And um, in college, realized a lot of the songs I was writing would be good for kids. Uh, so it kind of came into it by accident and started intentionally writing kids songs. I, I'd worked at summer camp as a camp counselor and uh, discovered that I, I had a passion for, for working with kids and uh, then I went into teaching after college while continuing to write and perform music for kids um, and music not for kids. But my main uh, focus in, in recent years has been the Children's Music Project. Awesome. And how so you have a new record that is mm -hmm. like just came out about a month ago called Imagine Land. Um, mm -hmm. I think you have two records total. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. OK. Uh, yeah, I count. I don't count the the. If you count the first one, which I don't really count, it would be three. But that was really more of a, a demo. But uh, I would say two records. Yeah, this is my, my second uh, fully produced record. Got it. So, I mean, look, we can count it however we want to count it. This is, <laughs> this is our world, our rules. Um, okay. So, so you say that your music is from ages 1 to 100. And I think that mm -hmm. that's a great way to, uh, to think about what you do. And how does that how, – how do you – make sure that that's what actually happens, right? Because mm. we talk to talk a lot about kids music and, and working with kids and you have some education background. But but I think mm -hmm. when you when you in particular, when you're writing a song, you're able to hit all of those levels. And I'm just curious about how mm. you do that. 
Well, I think it uh, comes from uh, writing music that I enjoy myself uh, as an adult with an inner kid. Um, you know, so a as I write music, I, I write things that I think are funny or interesting or that, uh, you know, make me laugh or that I think are just fun or, or weird. And um, it often ends up uh, being the type of music that both kids and adults enjoy. enjoy. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I really do mean it when I say music for kids ages 1 to 100, because I really think it's for, for people of all ages and uh, even for, for grownups who just want to, uh, you know, let loose and, and play and uh, experience some, some good, wholesome silliness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good wholesome silliness is is totally <laughs> right on. So, and the silliness comes in like a really uh, in a way that I love too. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know it's not it, it not on record. You can't really do this, right? Like on the records, but improvisation is a big part mm -hmm. of of mm -hmm. what you do. So, how did you get mm -hmm. involved in in improv, and how does that impact or influence your your song making, music making? Yeah, well. Um... Shortly after I started writing songs, I discovered that I really enjoyed making up songs as I went along. Um, and in high school, realized if you know if I enjoy improvising songs, maybe I could uh, freestyle rap. So I started getting into uh, freestyle rapping and really <laughs> uh, practicing the skill and honing it. And um, you know, started listening to to rap music. There's there's a there's a really great uh, kids hip-hop artist also called kid hop called secret agent 23 to do yeah. who has some great stuff grammy award winning uh, right yeah grammy yeah award -winning. He's, mm -hmm. he's the bomb mm -hmm. so yeah i started getting into um you know improv singing and i've been doing theater since i was a young kid and uh in uh college started getting into improv um theatrical improv and uh that that um, eventually when I started teaching improv as a high school theater teacher, I started getting more immersed in it and then uh, was in a couple tr improv troops in San Antonio. Uh, my favorite was a musical improv troupe I was in where my, my five other friends and me, we all danced, we all sang, we all played instruments and we would improvise, you know, 30 minute musicals. Um, <laughs> and it was so much fun. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so improv's a big part of it. I the there's not improv on the record as as you mentioned, but there is improv in my live shows. Uh, I, most shows, I will ask the kids for suggestions of what a song should be about, and then I'll uh, basically, with their help, weave their suggestions into a narrative song with singing and rapping, and uh, it's it's always really fun. Sometimes it goes great, sometimes it's uh, a little awkward, but I uh, make it through. Well, I think if, you know, there's no there's no way around it. Like it's gonna be awkward <laughs> if you're opening it up to uh, to to having kids' suggestions be part of the show. You never know what you're gonna get. So yeah. just on that topic, what's uh, what's what's a time when, if you can remember, and I know it's putting you on the spot a little bit, but uh -huh. a time when you were you know doing your show and you're like, all right, kids, give me a suggestion. What can we make a song about? And and a kid came to you with something. You're like, I I've got nothing here. 
<laughs> well, what happens sometimes is they'll like say things and I don't know what it is. Like I've never heard of it. Um, it was the first time I heard of Fortnite was when I was asking for improv suggestions. I didn't know Fortnite was a game. Someone said Fortnite and I was like, you mean like two weeks? <laughs> so I think that's what I rapped about. I rapped about a literal two-week fortnight because <laughs> i didn't know what the game was <laughs> that's so funny and they're like no 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 you don't no 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 Will, Will, really oh that's so funny yeah that yeah, that would happen and i'm imagining i like as soon as you started saying that i was like oh it's got to be like a pokemon character or something oh those right. things well, make no i know sense. pokemon characters oh. i was very into pokemon as oh okay okay I, so, I guess i don't i don't know the new characters but got it. the original 150 i I know those. Wow. Okay. Good for you. Look, hey, we don't judge here at the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm glad that you know the first 150. I had no idea there were 150 Pokemon cards. I should have based on the number of Pokemon cards my kid has, but that's a different story. So, so I mean, I, I just love this idea of improv and you being willing to put yourself out there. And it, it sort of brought this question to my mind, which is, you know, and it's really uh, specific to this time and place that we're living in now. But mm-hmm. we're not, you know, you're not performing live all that much. I don't know if you're doing stuff on, on Facebook or, or what have you or YouTube or what have you. But how do you, as someone who is a an in-the-moment creator, right, an mm-hmm. improviser, are you feeling like you're able to stay stay fresh and, and keep up with it? Or are you feeling like a lot of people, like, wow, this is – I'm feeling a little stagnant and how, how are you? Cause I think this is actually a good mm-hmm. learning opportunity for, for kids or anyone who's listening to be like, Oh, here's some things that I could do to stay creative and stay, stay fresh. Yeah. Well, the fortunate thing about being so into improv is that uh, I'm pretty adaptable. Um, so in changing circumstances, uh, it's just another opportunity to improvise and adapt. Uh, so, you know, one of the things I'm doing is, uh, weekly freestyle Fridays. So normally on Thursdays, I'll make some social media posts. What should I sing and rap about tomorrow? And people comment things. And then the next day I'll, I'll weave it into a improv song and post it. And, uh, that's a lot of fun. I was actually even doing, um, musical improv over zoom uh with some improvisers in philadelphia i knew one of my friends from uh graduate school uh messaged me knew i did improv and he said hey i'm putting together this little improv troupe uh you want to be a part of it and uh it was great it was fun we did we did a few rehearsals and and a show and uh we might we're kind of on hiatus now but that was a, a really fun opportunity you know getting to work with uh, improvisers I otherwise never would have gotten to work with. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. So you're finding ways to, to get that creative need met. So that, that's mm-hmm. excellent. So I, I'm another question, you know, so I, I, I noticed that there's a sound, like a sonic difference between the first record and the second record. Mm-hmm. And that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing at all by any means, right? Mm-hmm. It's just something that as someone who listens to a lot of music and, and, and like can track the trajectory of an artist, I noticed. Mm, mm-hmm. So I noticed in the first record is, is like a lot more like distorted guitar, like what we would think of as like rock and roll guitar. And I heard mm-hmm. some, I thought I heard some influences in there. And I'm just curious, you know, you mentioned you listen to a lot of hip hop and, and that was very influential to you. What are some mm-hmm. of your, you know, like some of the rock and roll influences? I just want to know if I was right on mm. or if I was way off base. Well, 
Um, so I, you know, I would be remiss to not mention my collaborator, Sam Fuller, who uh, has as much to do with these records as anyone. Um, you know, I write the songs, I sing them, I, you know, play guitar, acoustic guitar and harmonica. And Sam Fuller and I collaborate, and he really brings in those electric guitar solos, of ah. uh, the drums, the bass. Um, you know, he's he's the guy in the studio doing a lot of the uh, the production side of things. The studio so, wizard, uh huh. Yeah, he's the studio wizard. Uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. And uh, so, the evolution between Animal Maniac and uh, Imagine Land. Uh, is just as much my evolution as as his evolution. So, uh, what what what? Let's see. Some of his influences. I know. I know both of us are influenced by Wilco. Uh huh. Um, and I I I'm very influenced by um, the Mountain Goats and Kimya Dawson and Bob Dylan, and uh, you know Sam. Uh, yeah, he has a wide range of influences too. What what? Well, what I, heard, hear I heard some, some Weezer. I heard oh. some Smashing Pumpkins in there. I mean, this is all uh -huh. good in my mind. Like everything yeah. you're saying is all good. That's that's really interesting. And and I so so I'm curious then, Will, is mm -hmm. uh you know, a real question that I expect a well thought out, well rounded, uh you know, really intellectual answer to is why aren't you a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah i've wondered that and wondered that so and... so i watched the video and i think uh, like i just loved it like i i didn't know what to expect and then i see mm -hmm. it so tell me about the song tell me about the video like yeah it's just so fun oh yeah yeah well um there is actually a bit of a story behind that song when i was still teaching theater at a high school I was doing a voice and diction unit with my students where they were uh, using puppets. And uh, one student uh, said, hey, uh, Mr. Parker, uh, we're, writing, we're writing this puppet show about this uh, kid who uh, really wants to be a monkey. And, uh, and she even had this voice uh, that was like, why am I not a monkey? I want to be a monkey. <laughs> Um, and she asked if I would write a song for their puppet show. Um, so that's why I wrote the song for, and it was, you know, really fun to, you know, uh, have it in their puppet show. And then I just, uh, took it and, and, you know, recorded it with Sam and Sam was the one who put, uh, the, uh, the guitars on there and everything and, um, made, uh, made the music video after the pandemic started, you know, I, I actually had the time and, um, there, the forest was right by my mom's house. So it was a perfect spot and, um, yeah, just, uh, threw it together and, uh, it was a lot of fun. That's great. Um, it, 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 I think it's a great example of everything that we've talked about so far, which is like mm -hmm. this idea of improvisatory, really fun. Um, it, it shows one side of the influence. The other side is, is, uh, the hip hop bunny hop. So mm -hmm. tell me, and when I heard it, I was like, wow, it seems like Will kind of knows what he's doing when it comes to <laughs> hip hop and rap. And lo and behold, I was not wrong. So tell us a little bit about, about that. And then we're going to focus on the, the new record. Great, great. Um, so actually, 
before before I talk about hip hop bunny hop, I do want to tell one more uh, story about the monkey video. Oh, just I got as look, far as all I want are stories about the <laughs> monkey video. <laughs> well, uh, actually, I meant uh, mon- a performance of a time where I uh, played the monkey song. So whenever I set up the monkey song, I set it up kind of in a similar way you did. I said, "Okay, this next song is a serious song where I ask <laughs> a very, very serious, serious question, uh, an existential question that." has haunted me in my entire adult adult life. And one show, uh, I think I was in, might've been in Kansas. I was setting this up and I said, why am I not? And this kid in the back goes, paying my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just in stitches. I thought it was so funny. That's hilarious. In the moment. Yeah, yeah so, that's great. In the moment. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then the hip hop bunny hop, uh, I have a, I have a story about performing that one live too, but as far as the influence, it was pretty funny. I was, you know, listening to a song that's definitely not for kids, but on repeat, I was listening to tech nines worldwide choppers and I was just (laughs) entranced by it because they rap so fast, Uh um, and I was just listening to it over and over again, and it's it's that song that uh, <laughs> pretty directly influenced. Wow! Wow! Yeah. That's great. Uh, if you listen to it, you can. You, I'm sure you can hear the the influence. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was that was a really fun song to write. Um, I just I really have a a great time. Oh. You still there? Uh, rap lyrics and seeing how okay. fast I can rap, and uh, it's really fun. Um, oh, so great, and. I think my favorite moment ever performing the hip hop bunny hop. Um, I was in Reno, Nevada, and um, we we were at the part where uh, I say, "Okay, uh, what do you rabbits eat?" And the kids say, "Carrots." And I was like, "Great, let's uh, pull vegetables out of the ground and have a snack." And so all the kids, will, you know, get down and start pretending to eat vegetables. And this kid who is maybe six years old or something said. Um, I'm the farmer. Uh, get out of my vegetable garden. <laughs> and he just took on this role of the farmer. And like, even at the end, when everyone was doing the dance, he was going around saying, my vegetables, my vegetables. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I want this kid on my improv team. He's yeah. amazing. He goes yeah. with it. He certainly is a yes and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's so, thinking there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, it seems like the the first record really focused on animals. I think we can say mm-hmm. that safely. And then <laughs> the second the second one is a turn towards imagination. So, mm-hmm. uh, what is it about? I mean, I, I I can guess, right? But the name of the record and mm-hmm. all of the songs come from like a, a not specific place, but a place. Imagine land. And mm-hmm. how did you come to this sort of umbrella idea that this is what mm-hmm. the the theme of the record was going to be? Yeah, well, um, it's the whole record really took, um, as far as like conceptualizing it and, um, it, and, you know, recording and everything took about a year. So it was last summer that I was thinking, you know, I definitely want to record a new children's album. And, uh, you know, I already had, uh, some songs, some old songs that I knew I wanted to use. And, um, what I've actually used, what I'm starting to use as my guide for my album themes is actually the summer reading program library themes, which 
are pretty much the same for all libraries across the country. And they choose the themes really far in advance. And I do that because my uh, sort of my main uh, gig is performing at libraries during the summer. Um, I had about had about 60 shows booked this summer and oh. um, ended up uh, canceling almost all of them. Um, but fortunately doing some virtual shows. But anyway, the summer reading theme for 2020 is uh, fantasy, myth, and uh, mythology, and it's called Imagine Your Story. So the whole plan was to record this album that would fit with the summer reading program theme. Um, yeah. Got it. Got it. Well thought out. Um, a bummer that it didn't work out. So, yeah. so I, I think that like even so, we, mm -hmm. I'd like to know a little bit more about Bilgus, the Swamp Dwarf. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so um, I was, uh, I think I was in the car driving with my fiance, and we were talking about our names, and uh, my full name is William Augustine Parker, and I was talking about how uh, I heard a story that around the time I was born, my grandfather said he was going to start calling me Willie Gus. Uh, <laughs> thankfully he never called me Willie Gus. Uh, but you know, I was talking to uh, my fiance Cecilia about this and I was like, gosh, yeah, even worse would have been Billy Gus or, or Bill Gus. <laughs> and I uh, said, Bill Gus, that sounds like the name of a swamp dwarf. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the song was born. And there it goes. The song was born. So yeah. again, it like totally fits into the theme of, of imagination and, mm -hmm. and you know, we, I want people to hear this record and I want them to, to experience it too. So I don't want to like, you know, we often tread on like spoiler alerts and it's weird to mm -hmm. talk about music in terms of spoilers, <laughs> but there's right. so much great stuff. I mean, just I'll give you I'll give you know the name of your songs, but I'll give the, the oh. audience just the names of some of these songs. And how can you not be be interested like Pizza Nights or Unicorn <laughs> on a Unicycle, Oscar the Ogre's Frozen Yogurt. And then this one that I want to hear a little bit more about, which is the, the Fairy Lobster Anthem. <laughs> yes, um, I I'm not even sure how I thought of that. <laughs> Uh, I think I was I I was probably you know doing some writing and uh, I, I I sometimes I just like to put things together that I think don't quite fit or that I think are funny. Um, example being a song I wrote just a couple months ago called "The Royal Fancy Pigeon." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't go. That doesn't go. Pigeon to be fancy, you know. Right. So um, I don't know. I think it just kind of popped into my head, uh, the term fairy lobsters and, uh, started writing the song last summer and, you know, hadn't really finished it. Um, was feeling a little stuck, uh, had a lot of good ideas, but it hadn't really come together. Um, the, the melody of the chorus was basically the exact same melody of a mountain goat song. And I was like, okay, I need to do something a little different with that. Um, I'm sure so they wouldn't mind. Sure. They seem like really good guys, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're great. I've met them. Yeah, oh, nice, nice. Um, so in, in uh, I guess it was in March, um, before, before Sam came down to Houston to finish up recording the album, uh, my brother Caleb and I um, worked on the song some more, and he he is an incredible piano player and a great songwriter in his own right, and excellent lyricist too. So um, 
collaborating with him on fairy lobsters really really brought it to life and he added a lot um at the end uh there's a counterpoint part uh where they sing the backup singer is saying magical arthropods <laughs> uh, that was definitely his contribution he came up with the melody for the chorus he plays piano on the track and uh, it's great. It's and um, it's one of the things I've loved most about this album is how much I've collaborated. I've, I've noticed when I collaborate, everything tends to get better. Um, so I wrote, uh, yeah, I wrote Pizza Nights with my brother Ben, wrote Fairy Lobsters with Caleb, and uh, they both helped out on some other songs. And uh, my fiance helped me with Bilgus the Swamp Dwarf, and um, it's yeah. And, you know, Sam collaborated with, with all of them, basically. So yeah. uh, I really, uh, it was really fun to really feel like I was making this with a band. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And and so much of it is, I mean, it's, one thing that's beautiful about it is like, it's family, right? Your fiance mm-hmm. and your brothers. And, and it seems like you and Sam have this like really deep and long lasting mm-hmm. friendship and connection. Yep. Um, it's so great. And I'm really excited for people to hear this. And I loved uh you know, talking all about this stuff. So uh, I, I, I have a question about the mm-hmm. album artwork. Oh um, yeah. Like it's awesome. And I, is that, where does this all come from? These like amazing looking mm-hmm. characters. Well, that would be um, my, my, my friend Dalton. Um, I, uh, I know him. I've actually never met him in person, but he's a friend of a friend. Um actually also through my fiance she has some friends who are working on a children's book and uh who are now my friends and and they made a post on facebook you know about the artist that they had hired for their children's book and i saw you know a couple things and i was like i think this might be my guy uh-huh. um so i reached out to dalton um I, you know i've never asked him how to pronounce his last name i think it's Pencarinha. Uh-huh. um but he is incredibly talented and it was such a pleasure to work with um on the album art he he did an amazing job and uh, a great collaborator very just like a very not only insanely talented but also like a really good person Mm -hmm. um who's just like really easy to work with and so um accommodating and creative and uh easy going those and, are, that's yeah. a good combo of characteristics. Those, <laughs> those are really good. I mean, they're all there. Yeah. The pizza nights are there. Vilgus uh-huh. is there. The lobsters mm-hmm. are there. The robots are there. Oscar's there. The nomadic gnomes, the unicorn, the dragons. Everybody who is on the record is is represented in this art. Right. It's so great. Yeah. So yeah, and wiz- wizard pigs on the bat. <laughs> <laughs> How can we forget the wizard yeah. pig? Um, so so Will, what's the best way for for folks to uh to keep tabs on what you're up to and to mm-hmm. follow along and you know maybe catch you live if not in person then online mm-hmm. or however it is that we're doing things yeah well you know i'm on uh basically every social media platform um instagram and facebook the uh url is will parker music my website is willparkermusic.com uh, and you can find links to where you can buy my music on Bandcamp, which uh, if you want that direct link, it's willparker.bandcamp.com. Um, Twitter is Will Parker Jams. Um, <laughs> I'm exploring TikTok, which is also Will Parker Jams. Uh, we'll see if I do anything with that. 
and then what I'm, I'm really putting a lot of energy into recently is my YouTube page, which uh, youtube.com slash Will Parker Jams. And I post videos every week. Uh, the next video coming out is for Unicorn on a Unicycle. So that oh, should be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, Will, it was great getting to know you and getting to talk to you. And I really, truly can't believe we are like pretty literally down the road from each other in some ways. And <laughs> it's pretty cool. Some, someday we'll do this again in person and it'll be really, really fun. So thank you for your Sounds time. Sounds good. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. This was a pleasure. And now, as promised, here's Bilgus the Swamp Dwarf. Thanks, Will.
first it was weird with him and his beard living on my porch. But now I can see it's real easy to befriend a swamp dwarf. I wouldn't trade the friendship we've made for a clean and tidy place. I confess I don't mind the mess. Everyone deserves a space. Just then, Bildus burst through the wall, and to our delight, he started break dancing. As we all sang, Bildus, 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 the swamp dwarf. 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 Straddlefoot, can y'all help us save Imagineland? We need to travel all over to find more folks who can use their imaginations. I'd love to help. I don't have a car, but I do have a friend who knows how to get around. <laughs> Look, that's who I'm coming down the street now. <laughs> <laughs>